This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Clean Fuels Alliance America. Learn more at cleanfuels.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A mandatory update of the nation's base acres could free up money to boost farm program payments for many producers, but that would happen at the expense of others. An analysis by the Senate Ag Committee's GOP staff says making the change would cost 34 states a combined $3 billion in farm program payments, while another 16 states would gain about $1.1 billion. Some farm groups would like to see that remaining $1.9 billion reallocated back into the farm bill, specifically through increased commodity program supports. But many states set to lose potential payments will loom large in the upcoming farm bill. California, the home state of House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, would see the biggest loss at more than $450 million. Arkansas, the home state of Senate Ag Ranking Member John Bozeman, would be on the hook for $314 million. The biggest winners in the update would be Kansas, Missouri, and the Dakotas, with each gaining at least $130 million in payments. But Bozeman says he believes the idea is a non-starter, since it would impact red and blue states across the country. Phil Brasher has more in his story on agripulse.com. The House Ag Committee held another listening session today at FarmFest in south-central Minnesota, and committee chair Glenn G.T. Thompson said one issue brought up by many speakers at the event will be on the next Farm Bill's agenda. Thompson and several other members of the committee heard concerns about California's Proposition 12 and the impacts it might have on Minnesota pork producers. Thompson says this year's Supreme Court decision calls on Congress to act, and it will. What that would do to the economy will wreck it. The complexity that would create, they certainly wouldn't want 50 states in trade wars. And so uh, we are following the device, uh, the advice, the guidance, I guess the opinions that were published by the Supreme Court on that case, which said, and it was three of the, the, the three Three justices have made the difference that allowed Prop 12 to stand. They let us stand, if you read their opinion, they let us stand because they're tired of doing Congress's work. And they said this needs to be fixed, and the Farm Bill is the place to address this. Thompson also urged farm groups to get their ideas to the committee soon. If American farm families fail, every American farm family, every American family fails, and we can't let that happen. Uh, I encourage you to continue to get input, as you've heard, into this 2023 Farm Bill. But I want to remind you, the clock is ticking. We're starting to write. Today's event was the 51st feedback opportunity for the committee, and Thompson says more are in the works. Finally today, Missouri Ag Extension economist Scott Brown says he expects the current contraction in the cattle cycle to continue, which could have long-term impacts on prices paid by consumers. USDA's most recent cattle inventory report showed a 3% drop in the country's total herd year-over-year and a 52-year low for beef cattle supplies. Brown says that reduction could continue into next year. I currently expect January 1 of 2024 beef cow inventory to still be lower. And I'll say don't forget when we start holding back to try to build the herd, that will create a bigger hole in production. 
in the short term. Those heifers being held back to go in the herd won't be beef. So that hole has to happen as well. He says the current herd contraction is unlike previous times when the nation's inventory got smaller. I think it's tough to know the exact turn here at this point, but I tell folks all the time, don't think this cycle is going to be exactly like what we went through in 2014. Sometimes I remind us that back in 2014, 2015, we were coming off of very high corn prices because of the drought of 2012, but corn prices were back below $4 a bushel. I hope we don't see corn below $4 a bushel for corn producers anytime soon. USDA's next cattle on feed report is due out August 18th. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by Clean Fuels Alliance America. Clean Fuels is relaunching its website to give you better access to the experts representing biodiesel, renewable diesel, and sustainable aviation fuel. CleanFuels.org is the central hub of information for the fuels cutting carbon emissions right now. Learn more at CleanFuels.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit AgriPulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.